0: or I'm yell yell at this what do you do right? hold on hold on do you think? I'll see you load, load up Bulls fans, we got you Caruso there you oh, go live with me Zach Levine. welcome to another edition of the All Day Bulls Post Game podcast show and finally, we got a victory. Final score, Utah 114, Bulls 130. Utah's current status after the game. Their record is 2-6. and six. They're on a three-game losing streak. They are 5th in the Northwest Division, 14th in the Western Conference. Bulls' current status. After the game, they are 3-5. and five. They're on a one-game winning streak, 4th in the Central Division, 12th in the Eastern Conference. Box score, shooting. Utah shot 41 of 86 for 47%. 16 of 43 from 3, 37%. The Bulls shot 48 of 93 for 51%. And from 3, 18 of 34 for 52.9%. Almost 53%. Rebounding Utah 52, Bulls 38. Turnovers Utah 22. The Bulls ate. Game notes. This is a game on paper that the Bulls should have won. And the Bulls made shots. There's nothing really oppressive about this game. There's nothing that the Bulls did different. There was nothing in the execution. There was nothing in the play calling. There was nothing in the energy. They just made shots. They shot 52% from three. Even though um, Utah shot nine more threes, the Bulls shot 52% of their 34 attempts and that's what this game boiled down to was the Bulls made shots. Lori marketing. Lori marketing is a stud. Lori marketing in this game had 29 points, 8 of 15 from the field, 5 of 12 from three, five rebounds, three assists. And marketing is having a having another solid year with Utah. Marketing is averaging 24 points a game, 8.8 rebounds, assists, and he's shooting uh, 43.6% from three, and I think he's putting up like seven or eight threes a game. So that's high volume with high efficiency. And do I think Laurie Marketing is a Batman? No. Do I think he's going to be the best player on a championship team? No. But if he is your second or third best player, I think you can do some things with Laurie Marketing. I hate And we let dude go for Patrick motherfucking Williams, and I like Patrick Williams, but I'm tired of waiting on Patrick Williams' potential. I can only judge you on what I've seen. And what I've seen, I would rather have, at this point, low remarked, No, nope, Bulls made three-pointers. That was obvious. I just went over there, 52%. Oh, that was a Dalen Terry sighting. He came out there with his broke-ass jumper. What'd he shoot? Played three whole minutes, one of three from the field. Zero of one from three. He had a rebound. He had an assist. He was pretty active in them damn three minutes. Minus five, scored two points. Good to see you, Daylor. See you in the G League soon. It was also another note. It was said during the broadcast early in the first quarter that the Bulls lead the league in mid-range points. And their record is two and five. What does that tell you about mid-range efficiency? who gives a fuck we have to shoot better threes that's what this comes down to we have to make threes that shows you if you are leading the league in three point attempts that gets you that gets you was that get you 4th in the central division and 12th in the eastern conference but i went and looked up the teams that lead the nba in three point percentage one is the clippers at 42% second is dallas at 39.7% Third is Brooklyn at thirty nine point four percent. Fourth is Milwaukee at thirty nine point one percent. Those are all monster squads. Those are all teams. Those are all teams that will be contending this year. There are no teams that will be contending this year that's in the top five in fucking mid range shooting. So it's a wasted stat. It, it, yet you want to discuss how we're number one in that? And miss me with that shit. Another note on this game is the Bulls bench came up big. They came in, they hit their shots. If only we could just do some semblance of that every night. I'm not saying shoot 52.9% from three every night, but somewhere between 36 and 40 will be decent, but not like the prior game when we shot 26%. That just ain't going to get it done. Another note was Devon's Carter's offense is starting to show up big. He's hitting shots. I like the way he can get that little mid-range shot going. Uh, his threes, he's starting to be wet as fuck. Let me look my man up real quick and see what he's shooting on the season. Javon Carter this year is shooting 40% from three. He's shooting 40% from the field. 16 minutes. We get a couple of more shot attempts of at them threes per game. And he comes at with that same clip somewhere between 37 to 40%. We'll be fine. He shot 40% last year. And if we can get that out of him, that would be huge. I hope he puts up more shots. Player of the game was Zach Levine. In this game, Zach Levine played 31 minutes, 8 of 17 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 6 of 7 from uh, free throw. He had 3 assists, 2 rebounds. He was a plus 18 in the plus minus, and he scored 24 points. So, solid game for Zach Levine. Preview of the next game. Diapo. Phoenix Suns, Wednesday in Chicago. They got a record of three and four. They're on a one-game winning streak. And they notable threats. We know who the notable threats are. Devin Booker, 31 points a game. Kevin Durant, 29.9, 30 points a game for KD. Uh, Beal has not played yet, but Eric Gordon has stepped up. He's shooting 15. He making 15 points a game and shooting. Let me see. Eric Gordon is shooting... 43% from the field, and 37% from three. So that's not bad at all. Phoenix Suns is 14th overall in the NBA in offense, and 10th overall in the NBA on defense. Thank you for checking out this post-game podcast show, and I'll see you after the next game. Deuces.